1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
0: Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday themed events like ugly Christmas sweater karaoke and holiday music bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville hot honey chicken, crispy breaded wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HailVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now.
2: You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy, homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at chef.com. That's chef with an
0: s.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Hot of the Mess. This is a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush. And today is Bravo Friday. And I have to tell you, it, it was, it's been a morning. Um, very exciting guest we have today. I could get emotional talking about it if I'm being completely honest. She is my number one of all time. Dorinda Medley. Is here. And when I recorded this with her, she is exactly what you expect her to be and more. Like she's so lovely, warm, hilarious. So just like down to clown. I just, I love her so much. I normally would cover obviously the shows and recap for you guys, but I really feel like this show should be just dedicated to our girl Dorinda. because i know we all miss her love her need her back on our screens immediately bravo if you're listening what the fuck if you're revamping new york city it better include our girl miss medley i hope you guys enjoy our chat it's really great we talk we i mean we talked for almost an hour about like the women's march in dc we talked about housewives Bluestone Manor, of course, like we talked everything and it was, and of course, a little bit of all-stars chat too. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and I'll talk to you guys soon.
2: So make a nice introduction for doing the medley. Oh my God. Make it good.
0: Make it snappy. (laughs) Make it good. Make it snappy. Just like your drinks. You guys, I... I'm here with my favorite housewife of all time. Everybody knows that I ride or die for Dorinda Medley. This is the best (laughs) surprise. Dorinda Medley is here. Hi.
2: I am so excited that this happened. I mean, my God, I was I was at Eli's, uh, having a sandwich and drinking a coffee, and I was like, "Oh my God, I have a ten o'clock podcast!" But I, I luckily was wearing my Not Well Bitch sweatshirt. Yes, and I see that you have a knockoff Not Well Bitch <laughs> mug, which I told you I'm going to be contacting my trademark lawyer about immediately. <laughs>
0: You're so proud to show it to me. You know, I really was. I really was. And and
2: I know that you especially love my Halloween.
0: (laughs) Javinda, that's the scariest thing. That was me being put on pause last year. Yeah. Can you describe what that thing is? It's like a dead baby on a horse. (laughs) A rocky horse. (laughs) It's a dead baby. So amazing. So, Jovinda, what have you been up to? Like, what's been going on? I know wow. All Stars Two just after, filmed.
2: After I got past my pause, okay. The new, the new modern word, I think, for being let go. I don't know. Uh, I wrote a book. It, you know, it's a funny thing. At the time when I was when I was put on pause, I was obviously heartbroken and like what. But then. Like I say in my book, I just kind of got up, and my mother said, "You know what? This is a great opportunity. The world is on pause. You can be on pause now. Do something with it. You will look back at this and thank them for this time off." And you know what? It it did. It was first of all, it was a good year to be off the show. Totally. You know, I wrote my book. Make it nice.
0: Love it. The cover is very grown up. Pictures. Don't I look like a grown up? You look. Fucking amazing! I mean, look at
2: that's the late, and I
0: started it off with
2: on uh, pause,
0: on pause, and it's giving me like Lady Di. Do do you get that a lot? That a you lot. like are yeah. I have like a side by side on my Instagram of you and her because you guys have very similar like hair vibes. Yes, well, you know, you still in the
2: book. I actually, you know, we were never good friends, but we when I lived in London, she, you know, she knew who I was. I knew what she was.
0: She knew who you were. Yes. She used to oh. say to me all the time, oh my
2: God, there's my doppelganger. Stop.
0: Amazing. At the time,
2: I didn't know what doppelganger went, meant, but I then quickly figured that. Yeah, because she belonged to the same gym as me, the Harvard Club.
0: So, how long were you living in London? Because I know that when you guys... Almost when you make- 10 years. Oh my God. So, London for
2: me was really... it wasn't I wasn't sort of the expat American living in London. I was married to a British guy, so I was... If I'd stayed married to Ralph, Hannah's father, I would still be in London. So I was really in London. Like, I I took out the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm British now. <laughs> I bought into it like a climate sinker. I loved it. I have to say it was one of my biggest growing periods. It's where I had Hannah. It's where, you know, we bought our first home. It's where I really traveled, you know, kind of. I was definitely playing grown up before I was a grown up.
0: I love that. I remember you said that on an episode of New York where you and Carol went back to England. And that is one of my favorite episodes just because I love seeing you guys together, having like a lot of like good moments. Yes.
2: Well, that was a special trip because, you know, we didn't have a lot of... Carol and I obviously shared the, you know, that death and share the widow's club, as we call Mm -hmm. it. And, and, and I think it was a real great opportunity to audience, because people don't, you know, grief and death and all that is something that really is not comparable to anything. I know we had the whole season is divorce like death is death like divorce. And it's just not until you have a fellow partner in this sort of thing. You're almost uncomfortable talking about it because you don't want to be a big baby and people don't understand the timing on grief. Like I remember someone said to me just the other day, how long, when does the missing stop? like how long does the grief go away? I said, you know, someone once explained it to me so perfectly. I was at Elio's having a drink one night and I was talking to this older woman and I was asking, I said, are you married? And she said, I know, I'm, I'm a widow for now 10 years. I said, oh my God, I'm a widow too. She said, well, you're not, you're too young to be called a widow. I said, how long before you sort of Yes, you, know, you stop feeling that kind of sad. She goes, this is what happens. The grief stays the same, but you grow bigger. Okay. Yeah, And then, so every once in a while, you have that moment where you revisit it. So it's always there, but you just, you if you live your life and you keep moving, you grow bigger so it doesn't affect you so deeply. And yeah. I think that's such a good way of doing it. And to be able to talk to Carol about that was just so nice because it was our moment that no one else was privy to.
0: Yeah, it was such a good moment And I mean, it was obviously so sad But that's where we bonded Yeah, I loved watching you and Carol together I saw Carol just the other night At the Temple Bar Oh my god She's
2: great, she looks great She's aging backwards, she's happy Carol's just very
0: chic and hip She is like the most chic and hip Right? Like, it's kind <laughs> of unreal effortlessly. Like I have
2: put in a lot of effort. Like I got on my YSL, you know, dress. I've got the hair. I've got the, i got, I mean, I'm, I'm all in. Well, she guys, she's comes in on like some great jeans with like really cool shirt. It's like, <laughs> I do <don't> get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was she the first housewife that when you started filming that you really bonded with right away that you didn't know before? Or who, who was like the first one that you really well, it's I like
2: knew them all before, except for Carol and Bethany.
0: Okay. Yeah, I
2: think Carol was really the first one. We had a lot in common because she, you know, she lived in England for a while. We just have, Carol and I, although she's much more hip and sort of downtown, we, we're we have a lot of a lot in common as far as our sensibilities go and our had yeah. kind a of life experience. She's in politics. She loves politics, and you know, I love politics. We tend to be more of the academics of the group. I think.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a huge thing. I remember on the show when you guys went to the women's march in D.C. I was oh, also at that march. That was, you know, forever. I
2: have to say, for Hannah, Hannah, to this day, we talk about it. I think that was. I think when Hannah's an old lady, and I'm still young, <laughs> she will. She still remembers that as one of our most remarkable days. She's like, that's when I really saw you in such a different light because, you know, everybody talks the talk, but very few people walk the walk. I found that day so moving and so predictive of the world we were entering in and the sort of, and I think whenever, whatever we went through and all those years is you could look back at it and know that there were people.
0: It was really mind boggling. It was Unreal when you
2: saw the streets, I thought it was going to be straight and we were going to do it. But when you saw the filtering from every vein, every street, you were like, People have a voice. We, the people.
0: Yeah, it was so moving. I was there with my mom in DC for the March and it was like my favorite experience I've ever had with her. And like, I love my mom. She's my best friend, but it was such a good moment. And one of the things that I really, that really struck me being there was how nice everyone was. Like, There was no fight. I will never forget. There was a man with a little girl on his shoulders and he was like, she has to go to the bathroom. And he was like in the middle of the crowd and the crowd just moved for him. Yeah. I remember talking to Hannah about as massive as it was and it
2: didn't feel disorderly. Don't. You didn't feel chaotic, and you didn't feel afraid. And I don't no. do well in crowds. I, I don't felt either. joyful. I have a picture of me and Hannah just sitting like like this at one point, you know, and Carol's standing there. And it's just masses of people. Around. And I can't believe we were there from, I think, 8 in the morning to, I think, 8 or 9 at night. It and, went on. And, and I don't remember like the day went so fast Mm -hmm.
0: it was amazing and so i really loved that you guys showed that on the show i love that so much
2: well i think i think it's nice for the daughters that went with their mothers because i think it's an opportunity for the daughters to see their mothers as women
0: totally Totally. yeah that's
2: very important you know it's a real great moment when all you get old enough to realize your mother's not just your mother she's a woman
0: yeah, she's like a woman who's yeah, lived who had, and- who's, you know, has
2: struggles and has to fight for her rights and needs to have a voice. You know, because you just look at, I mean, Hannah said something really funny to me. And I, she said, I had this weird moment when you I was crying about something. And she said, well, don't call grandma because you'll upset her. I said, well, if I can't call my mom, who am I going to call? And she said, I had this moment like, like... Like, you have a mom? Like, like I called right. you, like, would you cry to your mom? Because they, we don't think of our moms
0: as that. I know. That way, it, right? It's a really weird moment when you realize that your mom is like a person. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, do you still keep in touch with any of the girls from yeah, the show? I keep, I keep in touch with, um, yeah, keep in
2: touch with most of them. I don't have, you know, unlike a lot of people, I don't have a bad taste in my mouth about my time at Bravo. I grew tremendously. We had a hell of a great time. Listen, when I was good, I was, when I was good, I was great. When I was bad, I was terrible. That's what makes a great housewife, right? People (laughs) can complain like they don't like it, but they do love it. And it created, I mean, the great thing about working with Bravo is it does give you a platform. I mean, it's a great calling card. I've had so (laughs) many incredible, Opportunities. I mean, I don't think I would have written the book, and now I have Boosted Manor Bourbon out, and I Amazing. just did a big thing with uh, Amazon. I mean, I partnered with Nutrisystem. I had my own candle, the Booster Matter candle. I mean, it just it just wouldn't have happened if it weren't for that. And, and people that pretend like that's not true are lying,
0: totally lying. And I think for you, like it came at such a good time in your life. Like it really allowed you to kind of like go into something on your own. You were really able to like lean into Bluestone Manor, which is like, I want to stay there. I want to live there. Yeah, I did the great partnership with Airbnb. That was so fun. Amazing. And that you were there for all stars. I was there for, yes, yes. Oh, we can't talk about it. We too can't much, talk but about all stars. Tell you
2: something. It, I think it's. I think people deeply miss Bluestone Manor. It's become such a sort of urban legend. It's like the Disney of the Berkshires, it right? It's you the know, Disney when you see of Bravo. Cinderella's Castle. And you're little, and then you realize it's not re- real. Like that's what I. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've sat like in the Peacock Room, and I'll be on a Zoom, and people are like, oh, "Are you a Bluestone Manor? Is that is that the Peacock?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, because it's a real house, and I live here."
0: Yeah, it's. And for me, there was a season, I think it was season 11 when you guys were at your house for Halloween. And it was like the first time we ever saw Bluestone Manor for Halloween. And I loved it because I, we had never seen it that way. We'd never seen it in not Christmas time. And I loved it because we got to see you guys swimming in the pool. It was like, you got to see more of the grounds, which are like, Unreal! Wow, wait
2: till you see this. This is—I mean, they—they they had like drones and
0: everything, and it's—if I
2: tell you anybody that comes up to the house, you guys don't really see it. The house is much—you know—it's like ten and a half thousand square feet, it's got eighteen acres. It's huge. So you know, there's some pretty wild things we did, and uh, I have it decorated from head to toe for Halloween again this year. Every year I do a theme, and the theme this year is Dracula's dinner party. <gasps>
0: that's amazing
2: i have like 22 people come saturday night and amazon sort of like did a thing with ring doorbell and alexa which i'd never worked with before so now my house is actually a smart house which is so weird have you ever used that alexa
0: i don't have one but i know people that do
2: it's like like you can really get attached to it i think if you're a lonely person (laughs)
0: Well, I'm glad I don't have one because I live alone dear. with a cat. I well, don't need. Yeah. like the other morning after they set
2: it up, I went downstairs and I was like, Doo, do 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 do. It was like five thirty wanted to get my coffee. I was like, Alexa, good morning. Good morning, Durinda. Today the weather is but I'm like, What?
0: <laughs> You're like, Oh <laughs> my goodness.
2: Like, yeah, and it so I don't know. I-, I really I like it because you can say, Alexa, turn on, play that funky music and it just pops on.
0: I mean, that's amazing. I always say that when you date a guy, how he talks to his Alexa it says a lot. Because I've been on dates with guys that like call their Alexa a bitch, and I'm like, that's not nice. That's a red flag. Don't call your robot a bitch.
2: Terrible. I, I think you need to call some sort of abuse hotline for
0: Alexa. I, no, I the know. Alexa abuse like, hotline. I know. I'm like this poor Alexa.
2: Yeah, for I any always- man that talks to anybody like that. Yeah, you walk yeah. out the door.
0: Are you dating anyone? I'm trying. Are you going on dates? I'm trying. I'm on the league. You know the league.
2: Oh, the league is elite. no, oh, uh, well, I'm on the league. Um, I actually yesterday downloaded this really cool thing. Just you should download it just because it's so interesting and fun. It's called. Oh, you have to do it. It's called Stars Align. It's What's an astrology true? site. But you put all your stuff in it because I kind of love all that kind of stuff. I do It too. tells you everything about your moon sign, your this sign, and then it, it can hook you up with other people that are in your area that have the same. It's kind of wacky, but listen, it's hard. It's hard it, to date.
0: It's hard out there, Dorinda, especially in COVID times. And you're a Sag.
2: I'm a Sagittarian.
0: You are. What's I your- like Leos. I've been
2: always attracted to Leos. Carol's a Leo. Carol's a Leo, but they tend to be strong Like my son so I, Listen, I don't know if I'm looking I don't think I want to get, I've been married twice You know, married, divorced, married, whatever right But it would be nice to have a fun companion
0: Okay, I could get emotional talking to you Because you really mean like so much to me <laughs> But I love you so much And you remind me so much of my mom Because that's what she says too She's like, I don't want to get married She's like, I just want someone to go to dinner with Like someone to like do things dinner. With. I want someone to like maybe travel with Make yeah. plans You know, but to tell you the truth, I don't know
2: if I could be fully, fully married again. Watch. You never say never. And then I have this because, you know, I waited a long time after, you know, I dated John and then after that, I was like, I'm just very set in my ways. And I, and I like, I like my freedom. Yeah. I'm sure your mom does too. She does. It's kind of like being able to come and go as you please and not answer to anybody especially if you've been a mother and a wife and a caretaker and you've you know raised children it's sort of nice to be very selfish with yourself but that comes to the cost
0: a hundred percent it does but it's nice to kind of like do what you want and then like when you get in that routine of doing whatever you want it's hard to like well like
2: even today i was like you know i think i'm gonna to go to the berkshires uh last night i was like i'm gonna get up early and go to the berkshires and i woke up today i'm like nah i just think i'll spend the day in new york and go to the berkshires tomorrow like you just can
0: move fluidly. Yeah, it's lovely. I and I've always been the kind of person too, like where I w- like being in a relationship, but now I'm like really leaning into being single, yeah. and I'm enjoying it. It's nice. It's nice because you know
2: a lot of people just get in relationships for the idea of the relationship, but I don't know if it's a good partnership. That's very right. important. It's just luckily you don't marry them, which is the good news. You know, it's not the dating them that's the bad. It's when you're you're gonna marry them, and then you're that's the game
0: changer. Yeah. And do you um do you talk to Bethany at all?
2: I, I talk to them all. She's very busy. She's engaged. I saw Leah the other night and Lou, and you know Sonia's all over the place. So we you don't really I don't see Sonia, but we'll text. The only one I really don't really talk to so much is Ramona. Which is sad because we had like a 30 year relationship.
0: Yeah, you guys had like a deep friendship. Like when you guys yeah. went on the show, you would go to Sarah Beth's and like, yeah, it was yeah. A- even off the
2: show. I mean, yeah, I know her through the whole divorce with Mario and all that, but you know, time will tell. I think time has an incredible way of healing things. And also, too, you know, sometimes when you're on the show, that can overtake what, what's really going on in real life. You know, the macro, yeah. the micro becomes bigger than the macro. So I, think I just you let have- things sit.
0: And I think you have a great like viewpoint and outlook on the show. Like you said, like, it's like an NFL game. You come on, you're, you're sparring with each other. There's moments, highs and lows, but then at the end of the day, it's like, you're doing this together and it's. Yeah.
2: And it's, you know what, you gotta, you know, people, it's a funny thing. The audience loves to hate you and hates to love you. Right. So you're you're not making it interesting and fun and sparring and bringing stuff. Everyone's mad, you're boring. Then if you make it too much, everyone's mad because you made it too much. So it's always this fine balance. And people don't realize that these girls, they film hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. So you may only see five minutes of the scene, but we may have been filming
0: for three hours. Yeah. Let's be honest, ratings and reviews are so important, especially when you're in need of a doctor. You wouldn't go to a restaurant if they only had one star, so I go through all of that with a healthcare provider? And after the last year, now is the time to prioritize your health. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash H-O-T-M and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash H-O-T-M. What is, like, the most memorable time for you on the show?
2: Definitely going to the Berkshires. I yeah. love that. yeah. I just think some of the greatest scenes were made in the Berkshires. I mean, it really was. There was something about it. it, it the Bluestone Manor almost became, like, an, an extra character. And you know what was fun? It is the audience got really excited about when, when they go into Bluestone Manor. So it really, it kind of was the apex of our season. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to
0: Bluestone Manor. It was always like such an exciting thing in the previews when you would see like coming up next week, all, yes. everyone's like in the peacock room <laughs> or the fish room. Some of the funniest scenes of all time have happened at Bluestone Manor. One of them- I think so too. One of them being when Lou and Sonia and Bethany like woke up in the in the fish room, and they were like so hungover, and they were just like, "Is Betty Ford open?" And then, of course, there's like you making it nice,
2: <laughs> running around making it nice, then getting fed up, then making it nice again, then getting fed up.
0: Yeah, it's like a psych ward. It was so, there was so much going on. There's always so much going on at Pooza Manor in every room. Well, you just know, it was, like- was
2: great too that you guys didn't see the old school, but I don't think they did as much this year when I watched it. Like when they took the cameras down at night, we stayed up. Mm-hmm. Like we stayed, we treated it like we were in college. You know, I think there's a little bit of that missing. Like the cameras come down and we'd be like, all right, slap on the music, break out there. We would dance so well, we were hung over the next day it wasn't because of what we filmed. It was because of what we did for the hours after.
0: I love that because it really like it makes it feel more real. It bonded us. Yeah. And I feel like they didn't do as much of that this, this year. Did you so you watched the season? Yes. <laughs> what are your thoughts?
2: <laughs> Listen, I think it was a really tough season to film. It was tough.
0: And I always say, I don't think it was any one woman's fault. I think no. it was more of just like they filmed during COVID in New York City. Like that's a really hard.
2: Yes. And I do. just think, you know, I think it was a difficult year to not, to take me off of it, you know, because it was, there was too much going on in the world. And then for me to be off of it, then they had to deal with that. So that yeah. was another, then they didn't have sort of Bluestone Manor. So that was another, so it was
0: a lot for the audience, I think. It was a big change. And I don't think a people were ready for all of that at once because New York yeah. city is like the crown jewel of house. Well, and
2: you got to remember, New York is a valid character in our life. So we have New York city, but New York city is our backdrop. So when you remove New York city, it's a character. Yeah. We eat here, we play here, we walk here. It was, it was a so, tough
0: season. Did you read the book? I have your book. I've read it. It's amazing. Well, I just, you know, I think it really helped
2: from it helped me and I think it helped the audience understand the why. You know, people think they knew me. You're, you when you're on a reality show, people think your sort of life starts and ends with it. They don't realize mm-hmm. as I say, you know, life is like a big it's a quilt with a series of patches. And you know, being on Bravo was one of the patches. And then you have all these other patches that make collectively this beautiful thing called your life. And I just wanted to fill in the blanks for the audience like, why are this? This, you know, it, people can be judgmental. You're like, I had it so easy, or you're this, or you're that. And I wanted to take people on the journey of the girl during the Sinhala that really grew up, you know, middle class in Great Barrington with mm-hmm. a lot of hopes and dreams to the woman that stands in front of you today. And not just all the positives and the Pretty but some of the not so pretty Colors in my quilt and I just I was hoping that you know people Got uh, you know they say there's a the Frosting and then there's the cake right mm-hmm. and, and I wanted people to understand the cake You know and not just see the pretty frosting Yeah I, I, I hope it empowers People to let them know that you know if you, if you want something bad enough You fight for something bad enough it may take Longer than you think to get there but you can Get there in the end and if you don't get There in the end you're probably somewhere You should be anyway
0: yeah, it all happens for a reason. And I yeah. really hate that cliche, but it's so true. It's true. It you is know what true. they say?
2: You know, my mother used to say all the time to me, I used to love it. She'd say, well, you know, life is like this. Think about it like this. You get on a plane and you're supposed to go to Paris, but you you wake up and you've
0: landed in Italy. Learn Italian. Yeah. You may not end up in France, but Italy's not so bad. You have to just roll with it. And I think like that's what it. I love so much about you and Carol is like, you guys have, like, such beautiful stories, like, of yeah. your life. Like, you guys both, like, have gone through so much and have come out so strong because of it. And, you know, we wouldn't have, as
2: tough as it was, we wouldn't be who we were today. And it does make you strong when you have to go through things. And you do realize the bigger picture, like, who gives a shit, like, really a thing yeah. <laughs> to put it philosophically Who gives a shit
0: <laughs> So philosophical um, Okay, I know you can't talk too much about All Stars But um, Yeah, so you didn't know any of them really that well Before? Yeah, I knew You know, I knew like,
2: you, The thing about the Bravo family is we all Kind of know each other because we always end up at events But to actually live With people <laughs> for eight days, you know, you don't know A person until you're doing breakfast, lunch, dinner You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Yeah, and we all are quirky. And, and I definitely run Bluestone Manor a certain way. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: That's like your baby. I mean, I love the story about your dad. Like you would say to him, like, that will be mine one day. Like that was a house. That's true. Dream. Yeah. I love and that And my story. great-grandfather
2: was a mason who worked on it and my grandfather. So, you know, for me, Bluestone Manor is like a living, breathing thing. Like I cherish it. It really, I consider it my home. I love New York. But I feel like when I go to Bluestone Manor, I feel like that's where I'm most creative. That's where I'm most centered. I feel sort of most spiritually bonded up there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just sort of my happy place. I always say to Hannah, if I ever got God forbid sick, I'd want to be up there just every day and sit outside and just take in all the healing energy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I think that that was what was missing on your last season um, of New York is like, People really didn't understand what had happened with the house.
2: And I don't like, think they showed enough of
0: it. I don't think they did either.
2: I mean I had a million dollars worth of damage. And running up there trying to get it ready for the girls to go and filming, running up there and it really was and I was breaking up with John and I'd broken my rib. But you know, it just was one of you know every. Listen, I think the thing for me, and this is probably the most I'm gonna I have ever said to anyone about that. I think the thing that was sad about for me is everybody has good seasons and everybody has bad seasons. I felt like I deserved the opportunity to have, like you know, because yeah. everybody, believe me, we could go down the list of all the housewives. Yeah, and and I I did I I thought it was just a weird. Very. Uh, not to have the opportunity to come back, but but in the long run, I think it was the best thing that happened for both sides. Because I don't know if I would have wanted to film in COVID. I think it would have been very hard. And very. I was—you gotta understand too. I'm—I am and was very COVID freaked out because mm-hmm. I was taking care of my parents. So I was very COVID careful. Like I yeah. did not travel. I didn't take it lightly. I, you know.
1: You were so right for in me. Miami. It
2: would have been difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, the world is ending.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like you were taking it seriously, as a lot of people should have. Yes.
2: And I was so because you know, I have my older parents, my mother's a cancer survivor, and my father's older. I just knew that if you know, something like well, we didn't know. And that was the scary thing for me. So I was very happy keeping my world very tiny, very tight, very small very rule-driven, but I do well in that. And that was hard, you know, that was hard because there was a lot of people that weren't.
0: Yeah. A lot. Too many, too, too many. many. That's why we're kind of still in this like weird That's little correct. limbo. So my last question will be, do you see yourself coming back to New York as a housewife?
2: You know, you never say never. I think that, I think they're going through a lot of changes. I think that they're trying to figure it out themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not up to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very funny to be in New York City in the fall and not and not having New York filming.
0: Yeah, because that was like when you guys would film every time, right? it le- Yeah, it was like, like
1: Halloween, fall was
2: Our jam. You yeah, know what I mean, like there was New York and there was the Housewives filming in New York in the fall, so that's funny. So it'd be interesting to see when they're gonna. I don't even know when they're gonna film it.
0: I know I haven't heard anything like what I think they're like really Do taking you a pause. We hear, like
2: <laughs> but I. Don't, we don't hear anything. Once we're done with our contract, you know, we're just as much all outsiders again. You know, there's no guarantee anyone's ever coming back. Do you think everybody will come back? What's your thought?
0: (sighs) I don't know. I personally, I love Sonia, but I'm ready for her to move on maybe or be a friend just because it's like, it's the same story. Like I need her to grow. Like with you, there was growth. With, I mean, even with Luann, like, she's gone through, like, ups and downs. Like, yeah. there's always been something. And I'm going to tell you
2: something. Luann, I saw Luann, and, like, she looks stunning. She's so beautiful. Yeah. It's I crazy. think Luann's more beautiful now than she's ever been. She looks amazing. I mean, she always was beautiful. But there's something. I don't know if it's a combination of she looks great, she's thin, and she's just feeling very in a good place. You know, that shows. Mm-hmm. She's just a good character, a growing character. No, but I know what you mean. It's going to be so interesting. Listen, I'm as intrigued as you are, like, what's going to happen next? Because they may, listen, they could swipe the whole thing and start fresh and just keep the young girls.
0: I don't know if I would want that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the problem. Yeah. But also, too, if, like, you bring back people and you bring back the oldies and you bring back this... That you're right, they gotta like, we gotta, they gotta move with the story because there, there's certain yeah. things that we just can't keep doing anymore.
0: And I mean, you even like, were I saying know, it, that's still be an interesting character. Are you serious? Uh, we need you back. That's why I'm so excited that you're doing all stars.
2: Well, that's, let's see. All right, I'm gonna go.
1: I
0: love talking to you. Let us know where everyone can find you.
2: Oh, yeah, buy my book, yes, where
0: books are sold. Amazon,
2: everywhere books are sold, Barnes and Nobles, Simon and com, And get excited because my Bluestone Manor bourbon is coming out and my Bluestone Manor candle. And my favorite thing is I make, I have a Bluestone Manor maple syrup that is to die for. Oh, my it's God. It's so good. You're I gonna can't see wait. it on the show because I, I have a very famous thing I do at Stone Manor It used to be Hannah's favorite things Instead of a Sunday bar I would bake little pancakes I would bake a pancake bar With every oh. topping known to man
0: Oh, that's so cute You know,
2: nothing's more fun than to make your own pancakes right? yeah. I still like doing it, right? I can't wait It was I'll so good talking some. to I
0: you talk. Yes Well, tell your mom I said hi Oh, she listens to this podcast She'll be so excited Yes, hi mom, what's her name? Mary
2: Mary it's doing here and I hear that you make it nice too oh my
0: god yes Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed my little chat with our girl, Dorinda. And remember, we have new episodes every Tuesday, which are pop culture related. And every Friday is Bravo Friday. And this podcast is brought to you by The Dip. So for 20% off at thedip.com, use code H-O-T-M. That is H-O-T-M. And I say this every week, but I am a words of affirmation person. It is my love language. So if you could rate, review, and subscribe... Check out the other amazing podcasts brought to you by The Dip as well. There's TV Watch Repeat, Pop Chaser, Exposed. If you are a Drag Race fan, it's amazing. So make sure you check those out and I'll see you guys around on the gram. Bye.
1: What exactly are microplastics? They're small, man-made.